Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Free agency is right around the corner, and while the Chicago Bears hold the third most cap space in the NFL, we're going to talk about three free agents the Chicago Bears could target. We're also going to talk about why the Bears' decisions this offseason could tell us about how they feel about Tyler Scott, all that plus the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content. So I want to talk about three free agents the Bears could target, two of them kind of on the list of maybe cheaper free agents that definitely are at positions of need for the Chicago Bears, but one that you guys have been asking me. So this is a friend-requested uh, I'm sorry, a, a listener requested uh, topic to cover as far as this first guy we're going to talk about, and that is Saquon Barkley. Now, there's been a lot made that the Bears could target Saquon Barkley, even though the Chicago Bears have a solid enough running back core, and Shane Waldron, you know, while he does use running backs, especially uh, he used them in the passing game a lot as well, you, you know, the, the new varying offense, a lot of Bears fans are wondering, are the Bears going to try to upgrade the running back position? Now, while I personally do think that the Chicago Bears aren't going to be a team that really does pay, uh, you know, uh, free agents, especially at that running back position, a lot of a lot of money. Saquon Barkley does bring some needed skills for the Chicago Bears. He can offer a, just an outright just beast at that running back position that the Bears could look to bring in. I have my own, like I said, doubts if you guys can't get, uh, get from this of the Bears realistically targeting him or not. Now, he has said that he is not, he does not want a market setting money, which could go well in the Bears maybe signing him, but he's 27 years old. He's in his in a, his seventh season. Uh, the projection for his contract uh, per uh, you know PFF is 9.9 million dollars. And his stats last year: 247 carries, 962 yards. That's 3.9 yards per carry. Six touchdowns, 41 receptions for 280 yards, four touchdowns there, and two fumbles. We know it. He was the running game last year for the New York Giants. Period. And it seems like the Giants are not going to be really placing the franchise tag on him. So he is somebody that can be out there and get he 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 almost would have had four straight years of a thousand yards in a row, but he kind of fell out of that with you know what happened in him not getting that. Uh, you know, having an ankle sprain in week two against against the Cardinals would have had him sideline there, really did impact that. But otherwise, when you look at it, the positional need for the Chicago Bears at running back isn't the greatest. Now that was last year as well, theoretically, and the Bears still went out and, and, and drafted Roshan Johnson, who I think this Bears team is going to be extremely high on this, uh, you know, going into next season. So I doubt that the, that the Bears are really going to be targeting Saquon Barkley, despite what some people will tell you. Now, we know we have Khalil Herbert there. We have Roshan Johnson there. We did have uh, Deontay Foreman last year, who's not coming back, right? But, uh, you know, Khalil Herbert's a fifth-round pick who's shown some, some flashes of absolute greatness in this time. Well, let me not say greatness, being an above-average back. But, you know, with the question marks on what's going to happen with Khalil Herbert, you know, going forward and the Bears not maybe not giving him money, I just don't know if I see the Bears even paying nine nine 9.9, a little bit under $10 million 
for a running back in Saquon Barkley, considering that they have way bigger pressing issues. We need to figure out that offensive line. We need a uh, defensive line help to get to the quarterback, right? We need that to help add to Montez Sweat. You know, we got we need another weapon in a wide receiver. So I think that that's going to be one of the biggest things that keep the Bears from going out and getting that, even though he's not looking for market-setting money or anything like that. I just don't necessarily see it, um, you know, that fit happening. Now, that's not to say that Saquon Barkley isn't a talent. It's not to say that maybe if the Bears can get Saquon Barkley at, at a reasonable contract, maybe they do look to move a Khalil Herbert at the draft or something like that. But I think ultimately the Bears are going to ride out with what they have at running back. They may draft maybe a running back later in the draft if they feel they need some depth there or do what they did last season with signing Deontay Foreman and find because there's going to be a running back that sit that's left there with no team that's a veteran that maybe isn't as good as Deontay Foreman, but maybe still has some things to prove. And that may be what the Bears do if they want to add some more depth to that running back position. So say with Colin Barkley, I covered it because I got asked about it. I hadn't, I kid you not, I, I would I could have had a full mailbag episode on just people leaving voicemails on if the Bears or why the Bears should sign Saquon Barkley. So I really wanted to 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 cover this guy and give my thoughts on it. And we'll probably talk about it a little bit more as a, as a, as a team as well, once we're all together again on Sunday. So be on the lookout for that. But you know, that's just kind of my thought process on it. I don't see the bears really, you know, going after Saquon Barkley, but Hey, I've been wrong before. Um, that's not to say that maybe the bears do do something that, you know, we don't, we don't, that I don't necessarily expect, but I think we got other impressing things. And Maybe if those other things are addressed in the way and the bears have some cap space left over, they go after maybe a running back, a more veteran piece, but Saquon Barkley's probably going to be off the board by then, but we'll end up seeing. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think I do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? What do you think about the Bears, you know, and their and their potential, you know, going after Saquon Barkley in the offseason? But outside of that, I want to bring two guys to this one. We've been talking a lot about edge rushers, right? And we've talked about everybody from Daniel Herter Her, uh, Her to AJ Impanicia to other players as well. And they're they are absolutely players that the Bears could target. But I'm going to bring up another one that the Bears could target that I think could be gotten for a little cheaper. Not cheap, but cheaper, right, than especially Daniel Hunter. And that is Jonathan Grenard. Like, this is another guy who, who had basically a breakout season last year when you look at it. He had 52 total tackles, 36 of those being solo, 12 and a half sacks as well. The most sacks he had prior to that was his second year in the league at eight sacks. So he added four and a half sacks to his, to his career high on that uh, as well. Like, this is a guy who can get to the quarterback and like I said 26 years old kind of fits that timeline also fits about the age group that Ryan Post has typically signed players at and given them money now he's expected to get uh his spot spot rack has his projection as 30 13.4 million dollars which would place him among top 15 of all uh past uh edge rushers in the game so you know that's something to look out for I don't know if the Bears spend that level of money that's the same kind of questions around Daniel Hunter right but he's going to be less than Daniel Hunter, so if the Bears do strike out on that, this is definitely somebody that they can go after. Now, some of the concerns with him is he has not played a full season yet in the NFL. He played 15 games last season, which is only missing two. Uh, so, you know, it, it is that like he has some minor. When you look at outside of that, last year was his career high. He had 15 games played last season. His first two years in the league, he played 13 games each. And then in 2022, it was only eight games played. So there's definitely some injury concerns with him that you have to look at. but. When he's on the football field, you really can't doubt his production. He's a productive player. He can get to the quarterback. He's at a position of need for the Chicago Bears as well, and he is somebody that can that can add somebody. He's, he's basically a blue-chip guy there. So, you know, there's other, of course, edge rushers there, and Leonard uh, Williams, Daniel Hunter, Carl Lew, uh, Lawson as well that, that they could target, but I really do like Grenard. 
again, as somebody who's 26 years old, can definitely, like I said, fits that timeline. He brings a veteran presence. That's if the Bears don't decide to address the edge early in the draft because if they do decide to use their number nine pick, for example, for an edge, I don't think they're going to spend $13.5 million on a veteran edge. So, you know, th- that's something to look out for. Potential there, but I really like his uh, his ability on the football field as well. Also, when you look at it, he had 12, uh, 12 and a half sacks and he had a 22 pass rush run rate. That was sixth in the NFL. So again, and he's solid enough in the run as well that he's no slouch in the run game. So this would be a huge upgrade at that opposite edge from Montez Sweat for the Chicago Bears. We'll see if they end up going with it. Now, the next guy that I'm going to talk about is a guy that I've talked a little bit about before, and that's center Connor Williams. Now, the biggest thing, the biggest red flag here with him is, is that he had he tore his a suffered an ACL injury in his left knee in December. That is the biggest thing there. Uh, SpotRack pro, uh, projects his contract to be at $13.5 million as well. Now, I think even if you do draft this guy, I'm sorry, not draft him, even if you do sign this guy as a veteran center who could definitely help, you still need to get another center in the draft, whether that's later in the draft or if the Bears do get in the second round and find a center there that I, you know, I think the Bears are trying to get to, this is somebody who addresses a, need, a position need for the Chicago Bears. There's some question about if he's going to be ready to go by the start of the season, but from what I've been able to find, there, there's it's better chance than not he's going to be ready to go by the start of the season, which could be the biggest thing. It's that contract, though. When you look at the, if he's going to try to get that that $13.5 million he's projected to be, you got to have some questions there, right? So, that would that contract would place him in the top three center contracts behind Jason Kelsey and and and, and Frank Rango. So that's the questions that you have. There. Do you want to pay that level of money for a guy that is coming off an ACL injury when you could, you know, if you do trade into that second round, you can get somebody who is younger, yet unproven, but still has huge upside, and maybe sign a veteran piece that can spot start for you if if uh, whoever you draft isn't ready to go. But Connor Williams, 6'5", 317 pounds, only 26 years old, again, Fits kind of that age range that Ryan Poles typically signs people in. So I do think that there is a possibility of there. I think this could be one of the better signings for the Chicago Bears at that center position. The biggest question just is health there. But the the measurables, he is a stud when you look at it. He had like a nine over 90% win rate in pass coverage. That is exactly what we need, regardless of who's going to be the center for the Chicago Bears. We need somebody who can outright protect the quarterback and is, and is going to be able to, to, to do what he can do. And so I really like Connor Williams there. You guys can let me know if you, if you what you think down below. That injury, I know, is going to cause a lot of concern for some people, but let me know. His uh, Just for before his injury, he had a 93.9% pass block win rate. That's excellent. That's it's definitely better than anything we had. So at the point of attack, he's definitely great there, and he's, he's solid in the run game as well. So let me know what you guys think on that. Now, before we get into the mailbag, I got one last topic I want to talk to you guys about. And that is, we've talked a lot about the wide receiver position. Uh, this up- Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company serving collectors since 1945 coming off season that the bears could draft a wide receiver they could also sign a veteran uh, wide receiver they could look back uh, look to bring back darnell mooney one of the guys that's kind of left out in that conversation is tyler scott and i think what the bears do with their wide receiver position this offseason is going to tell us how confident they feel in tyler scott if they if they do 
go after and sign a veteran wide receiver and use their draft picks in other positions. Maybe even still takes a wide receiver, maybe in round three or something like that. There's some quality ones there. But if they if they do that, maybe they're looking at Tyler Scott and giving him a chance to really see what he can bring in that slot. Tyler Scott was somebody who didn't play a whole hell of a lot of slot. He played in the outside in college. We understood that when he was drafted by the Chicago Bears, he was the, the idea was for him to play in the slot behind Darnell Mooney. And, you know, we really didn't get to see that. We had Equinami St. Brown go. Chase Claypool was trash. And Tyler Scott didn't produce the best either in his opportunities that he got. He just didn't. He had, what, one big game for the Chicago Bears last season. Now, you know, and we know the offense was an absolute mess last season. And Luke Getzey was the offensive play caller. So you got you to take from that what you will. But Tyler Scott, you know, coming in, still only being 22 years old, you got to kind of look at what the Bears, how much do the Bears view him? Now, he had only 17 receptions on the year last year on 32 targets. 168 yards, that's an average of 9.9 yards per catch, but no touchdowns. He had a fumble as well in that time. So Tyler Scott left a lot to be desired. Now, I think that the Bears always looked at it as, hey, we're going to try to develop this guy. I don't think they look at it as somebody who's like going to, they were expecting to give you a a really big output in year one. Um, But, you know, we we got some work, and I think that Tyler Scott still being there and, you know, being kind of a player that the Bears did have some promise in, we're going to see how confident they are in him, you know, with what they do with the wide receiver. Now, I don't think that Tyler Scott is good enough or has shown enough that if the Bears have an opportunity to still draft a wide receiver and sign a veteran guy who can help you and have one of the, uh, a solid all-around wide receiver core, Tyler Scott hasn't shown nearly enough to where you, 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 you sidestep that just because you have a young guy that you have some promise in. You got to make him fight and earn for it. So let me know what you guys think. How do you feel on Tyler Scott? What is your kind of your pulse on Tyler Scott now? Heading into next season, let me know that down below. But let's go ahead and get into the voicemails for today. I wasn't going to plan on playing voicemails, but Rory was complaining, so I got to get Rory's voicemail in. You guys also have been going off in the voicemail, so we got a lot of them. We got some overflow, so we're getting to this first one. This one's from BC. What up, Brother Hayes? It's your boy, BC. You know I'm always right. Hey, check it out, man. A couple, couple of days ago, I put in the comments section saying that I think Bayless Jones should be switched to running back. And they flamed me inside the comments section. They was clowning me. Now, don't get me wrong. It was all fun. It wasn't nothing disrespectful. But, brethren, y'all got to hear me out, man. Bayless Jones got that speed, bro, that he could take it to the house every time he got the ball in his hands, especially on this outside zone running scheme. Imagine him with a little five-yard dump off. The man can take it to the house every time he catches the ball. Everybody keeps saying the dude fumble, but he don't fumble when the ball in his hand. He fumble when he try to catch a kickoff. Think about it, man. Get some honest thought to it. Valus Jones, star running back. Get a thousand-yard season out of him. Recreate his career. You know I'm right. I'll let your boy bear down to the world blow up. First of all, Valus to, to running back. That is such a interesting take. Um, and I think Lavellis is fast, don't get me wrong. And he has game-changing speed ability. But I don't know, I haven't seen enough from Vellis to say, can he pick the right gaps, right? Is he going to be elusive enough even when he does have the ball? Yeah, he has, we call him Dropsy Jones here for, for a reason. But is he going to have enough to avoid that even, even if you're, you're putting the ball in his hands? And I, just, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm certain in it. I would like to see him used in the run game, right? We, we used him some in the run game last year. And I think the couple of times that we, that we went to it, it was actually pretty successful, but those are on gadget plays. I would like to see him utilized that way, but we've talked about it here before, me, C-Dub, and Bobby, that Bellis Jones does have some of that positionless football 
type skill set. It's up to the Bears, and now that we have a play caller and Shane Waldron and the offensive staff that we do, maybe they do look to get creative in that and use him in those ways. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Now, there is a chance that Vellis Jones is cut. Let me be clear that there is that chance. But if he does make the roster, finding ways to utilize his speed, which is probably his best ability, I'm not against finding ways to do it. I just don't know if you want to move him to a permanent running back. Use him in the run game. I'm not necessarily saying move him to running back per se, but you guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. Let's get into the next voicemail. This one is from, listen, Rory been on me about this. Let's get into, into the voicemail from Rory. Hey, Bobby, c Doug, it's your boy Rory again. Hey, man, I just want to say that um, I think, man, everybody in social, on social media, all the sports uh, uh, commentators and all that, and people on podcasts, all that, they got their own podcast. they all saying that you know, Ryan Poe's going to pick the, you know, Caleb Williams going to you know, draft the quarterback and all this and all that, you know. But, I mean, I feel like this because everybody's like, oh, uh, Jeff, Jeff said this and uh, the other guy, he said that, you know, these guys are plugged in on the inside, you know. And like you said, hey, nobody knows what Ryan Poe's is going to do. You know, it's all speculation. It's all speculative. So, they, you know, you know, guess all they want and everything. But what I personally think, I believe that Pose, like I said, just my opinion, you know, we always have our opinions. I believe that Pose is going to draft that number one pick and get the haul. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he got it for his historic haul. I mean, of course he got to sell it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, somebody got a, some, somebody got offered me a, uh, a historic haul to make everybody think that he's going to, you know, pick the number one draft pick. You know what I'm saying? He got to sell it to, you know, put more value on it. Like you said, man. Pose is playing chess while these others are playing checkers. You know what I'm saying? The man's very smart and strategic. He knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna drive that price up, you know what I'm saying, get a historic haul for that for uh for Caleb Williams. If you really want Caleb Williams, make me an offer I can't refuse. You know what I'm saying? So I really believe that, that Pose is gonna do that, you know? And he's gonna keep Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is gonna thrive with this new coaching staff, you know what I'm saying? Because um Shane Waldron is way better than Luke Getty. We all know that, you know. And I believe that Shane Waldron, his offense is going to play towards Justin Fields' strength. And he's going to be a better um, a better passer, you know what I'm saying? And why would you get rid of Fields if he's been improving every year and he's on the upward trajectory and you get rid of him? That makes absolutely no sense. And why would you keep Matt Eberflus, you know what I'm saying, when Justin Fields was the reason why we won all those games, you know what I'm saying? The ball wasn't getting thrown to these players by the, by itself. That was because Justin Fields extending plays and everything. You know what I'm saying? So why would you keep Matt Eberflus? You know what I'm saying? The three games that we lost and they came back, that was because your defense failed and other things too. But, you know, hey, why would you keep Matt Eberflus and draft a, a rookie uh, quarterback and get rid of Justin Fields? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rory there. I got to throw some fun. I got one of the OGs around here. Rory, I promise you, we didn't miss your voicemails on purpose. The voicemail back has been ridiculous, bro. Like, I can, and Bobby and, and C Dub can vouch for me. At any point in time, we have between 25 and 30 probably new voicemails at any given time. We just, it's difficult and things get lost in the shuffle. So I don't want you to think we were ignoring you, brother. We've just been getting a shit ton of voicemails. I didn't even know you left a voicemail until your comment yesterday. But he said this as far as Pose trading the number one pick, I do think that Pose is playing chess. We, we know that, right? He's keeping his cards close to the vest. Now, as we get closer to free agency, as we go through free agency, we get closer to the draft combine, 
we're going to start seeing a little bit more of what that plan is from Ryan Pose. Now, you know, I've been keeping an open mind. The Bears could absolutely trade the number one pick. They could draft Caleb Williams. Those are opportunities there. I have what I would like to see the Bears do, but those are things that are at the disposal of the Chicago Bears, but it wouldn't be anything uh, that we haven't seen from Ryan Poles for him to play it just like he did last year and still trade that number one overall pick. But that, that they're, moving, they're they're going over that decision. So we'll end up seeing what happens. I, I, I know that we've kind of looked at like between March 10th and 15th as when that's a couple of weeks away now, right? Between when the Bears make that decision. But don't be surprised. I know there have been projections and people have talked about it. Schefter and all these people have talked about the fact that the Bears could look to move uh, Justin Fields during the draft, draft combine. If if Pose is really trying to keep those cards close to his vest, we may not see a trade until drafting. Now, that would be crazy. Now, that would also be the Bears playing a big risk, especially if they are trading Justin Fields, only because at that point in time, you've gone through free agency. A lot of those teams could have already found their quarterback in the open market. But I do think that, you know, as we go closer and closer to this, we're going to start seeing a little bit more behind what that plan is. And we'll see who the quarterback is, what the Bears do, we'll end up seeing. But I agree with your mindset and where you're thinking is like, get that historic call, right? Add so many assets to the team for the for the future. Like, hell, look at it. We still haven't even seen all the the benefits and the assets got that we've got back from last year's number one overall pick. So that mindset of, you know, that you can get something great that can help your team for the now and the future by trading it. But I think the Bears also, as they said, are in a unique situation and we'll see what they do with it. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Shy Town Up, but Bear Down, love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.